0: Do us a quick favour guys, hit the follow subscribe button, share this with someone who would benefit from it, and help us grow, as the more we grow, the better the episodes we get. Thanks guys for helping us, and let's get into the episode. This delusion, this external delusion that people might think that I have, is actually reinforced by the, the small daily things that I do which help me believe the things that I think that are achievable. You have to act. Because when you act and you have this level of delusion, then it is merely that, it is just delusion. But my healthy level of delusion, which you might perceive as delusion or ignorance or whatever it is, for me, makes a lot of sense. And as I've said to you, I can't point out a specific area or a specific thing where I've had that healthy delusion because quite often it comes to a reality. And he's here, he is here. Cristiano has entered the building. Welcome Welcome back to the Sculpted Podcast, guys. In today's episode, we're going through delusion. Now, I talk about delusion quite a lot. So, it will be a good one because now I can explain what I mean. Now, delusion, kind of a negative word, I would say, to reframe it into a positive, let's call it healthy delusion. And healthy delusion helps achieve extraordinary results. So, a healthy level of delusion is important, but you must be aware of that delusion. Now, I have a lot of notes, I have a lot of analogies as always, and I want to give personal experiences where I've used delusion. But the thing is, and I'm aware of where I've used delusion, although I can't pinpoint specific events because quite often that delusion becomes a reality, which is powerful. So when you're able to, and now I think some people recall it manifesting, I don't really talk about manifesting myself, I don't really like the word. I think typically I don't really like cliche words that people like, like motivation, discipline, those types of words. That I don't really like. So even if there is a better word for it, I'll try and make up like my own kind of word, which is I think is the healthy delusion. I don't really hear anyone else speaking about it from the people who I listen to. Uh maybe it's because they use other words. Whatever it is, I think that the delusion for me is a common theme in my life, but I'm very aware of it. Now, to the point where I was saying, I don't, I can't pinpoint specific moments. It's one, because I haven't necessarily thought about specific moments, um, just when I was first writing out this episode, but also because, as I said quite often, the the delusion that I had quite often comes to fruition, which is, which is good, right? If I'm thinking in a delusional way, then it becomes a reality. Was it really a delusion in the first place? Maybe it wasn't actually a delusion in the first place. Maybe it was always in my reach. And now I do think everything is within reach, but the delusion is that maybe it's just such a big or unattainable thing, but the pursuit, everything in there is possible. And the delusion isn't even necessarily delusion at the end of the day, right? If I'm saying everything is possible, then what is delusion? Delusion is implying that some things are impossible. Now, some things are impossible, right? You can't get a, a one-ended stick or something. What are they saying? I think that's right. <laughs> so, there is some things that are out of our reach, but I would say most things are within reach. And the delusion, I would say the delusion, right? The delusion is probably a outside of perspective, which is where the awareness of the individual can see, okay, you might think this is delusional, but for me, I think that's actually quite reasonable. That's a good way of saying it. So, you might see it as delusion, but I see it as completely reasonable. This is the type of delusion we're talking about. So, the healthy delusion. Healthy delusion is a confident belief in one's ability and the possibility of success, even in challenging situations. So, it is grounded in a confidence, not a confidence of Uh, like the ego it's confidence of skill it's confidence of a way of when I think about it for myself and I'm thinking about okay how how am I going to achieve this it's through the three things that I pride myself in the professionalism dedication effort whether it's a different avenue let's say it's football it's the way that I play it's my attacking style it's my calculation it's my leadership whatever it is I have these three things in all four assets of my life facets yes facets of my life where I have these three things that I pride myself and align myself with so that I act in accordance with it, which then gives me confidence to execute the things of which I want to do. So, the quote-unquote motivation for an individual to pursue their goals and determination with resilience, this is quite often what a healthy level of delusion can be. So, the healthy level of delusion is powerful. Now, The difference between the unrealistic thinking is involving beliefs or expectations that are disconnected from reality and a lack of practicality. It often leads to disappointment and failure due to ignoring actual circumstances and limitations. But to the point where when you don't really believe in many limitations, the unrealistic thinking is quite often just illogical. Right? The unrealistic thinking would be I guess it's, it's all got to do with the, the individual, right? Like, I, I would think that the me saying I want to become the best footballer in the world, for some people, they would say that's unrealistic thinking. For me, that's just healthy delusion. Unrealistic thinking is completely personal, although there has to be some unrealistic, unrealistic thinking to a level which is agreeable as well, right? Like, if I'm going to say I am going to fly tomorrow, well, it's just unrealistic. Even if I say I'm going to fly all up, <laughs> It doesn't have to be tomorrow. Um, that's unrealistic thinking. So that's the difference, but also it's, it is quite personal. So in short, healthy delusion combines confidence with self-awareness, tr- driving individuals to work hard while maintaining a realistic understanding of the situation. Unrealistic thinking, in contrast, lacked this this kind of fruit, um, this kind of mixed up. And this often leads to unattainable goals and disappointment. Now, that could also be linked with a lack of effort. It could also be with a lack of vision. So the unrealistic thinking is quite plaus- plausible and possible for people who are going to do the necessary work. But when you are someone who's going to do the necessary work, like myself, that healthy delusion, doesn't become too delusional. So when I start thinking about how I'm going to become the best player in the world and I'm doing everything that I can, well, maybe it's not too unrealistic but someone else maybe it is unrealistic so when i have this this uh confirmation you could say through the three things that i pride myself in then that objective becomes much more realistic which then is not delusion that's not unrealistic thinking it's attainable that's the difference of thought it's a difference of thinking it's the growth mindset and it's something that I quite like. I pride myself in. So, fake it till you make it. Again, to my point, I don't really like cliches or common, commonly used phrases like that. And I just said fake it till you make it. But what I'm going to switch it to is embrace the vision till you emerge. So, embracing the vision. What I'm embracing professional footballer until I emerge to becoming a professional footballer I've acted like it for the whole time being all that difference is from start to end is the title right I've been acting the same way the whole time so embrace the vision until you emerge so I'm going to give you examples of the healthy delusion so an entrepreneur as an entrepreneur you often need a healthy dose of delusion to start and grow a business so believing in the product and the potential, that the ability to overcome the, those challenges and whatever it is, right? So that when when I can think of it for myself, right? For the Sculpted app, if you haven't seen what i am been doing for the Sculpted app, there's a high level of delusion in there, right? Thinking that I can make an app that people are going to like, people would think that's crazy, right? People are going to think, well, Nick's going to be able to do it? No, no, Nick's, Nick's not going to be able to do it. And what I would say is, if anyone was going to do it, it would be me. And when, when I believe in that, and I rock with that level of delusion, then those challenges, those obstacles, all of the things of which are in my way, no longer become obstacles or challenges, right? Right? When I really believe in that, when I really believe that I can do the things that I say, the things that I want to do, when I believe that's possible, they don't really become challenges or obstacles anymore because I know that I can overcome them. For someone who doesn't believe that, they see those challenges or obstacles as maybe a full stop. Maybe they do the next thing. When you have this level of delusion, perceived delusion, external perceived delusion, then or well, let's say you, you have that own level of delusion within yourself, then those, those challenges, those obstacles, you may see them as full stops to your journey. But for the person who doesn't, they keep going. And you know what? They might achieve it. They might not as well, but you know what? If they do, they were better for believing in the things which helped them. So it's comes with that awareness that I was talking about, which is important. The next thing is the athletic, uh, the athletes. And professional athletes often maintain a healthy level of delusion about their performance capabilities. This confidence allows them to push their physical and mental limits even when facing tough competition. When we think about the runner next to Usain Bolt and it's him with Usain Bolt like doing like the little old wave or whatever it is and they're running alongside each other. And that runner's thinking, I can beat Usain Bolt today. I can beat him. You might see that as delusional. He might see that as reasonable because he knows all of the work that he's done to get himself in that place to possibly beat Usain Bolt. Whatever the outcome is, it doesn't matter because he, it does matter if he, if he believes it, right? It's better off for believing. He might be one millisecond faster for believing it, but if he didn't believe it, he'd be slower. So is that a bad thing? that he was operating that level of illusion no that's not a bad thing he's believed in something that's given him more power to do something that's only a good thing right how could that be a bad thing if I believed in something that has then granted me a positive does believing in that bad thing hurt me or hinder me well we've already established it It, uh, I've just done the same thing hurt me or hinder me does it hurt me Or excel me. It excels me. So why? Why does believing in that thing excel me? Well, when I act in this way, when I embrace the vision till you emerge, is that a part of creating your own luck? Is that a part of believing in yourself so much? Maybe you're getting yourself close to that full potential of yourself. And that looks like when we think about the the individual of yourself who took the right decision every single time, you're getting closer to that person, right? The right decision in that moment is believing, is having that, heath- that he- healthy level of delusion. So it's important to have that healthy level of delusion. Public speaking. Many successful speakers embrace a level of healthy delusion by imagining themselves delivering impactful speeches, to captivated audiences. This mental picture boosts their confidence and boosts performance on stage. Visualization. Now, I can't say I am a massive component of visualization. I've definitely used it in my time. I still use it. But when you ride in this level of healthy delusion alongside the visualization, you're kind of putting two and two together there, right? You're putting healthy delusion in action before you do it. It makes more things possible. If you you're you envisioning yourself doing something before you've done it and then also making that thing unrealistic, are you further away from achieving that even if it's minus 1% or are you closer? Even if it's 0.1%, just believing in it and, and, and envisioning yourself in it, even if it's that 0.1% better, has that helped you or has that hindered you? I think it's helped you. So why not take that level? If it's only going to help you, then why not do it? Right? Even if it's by a little bit, even a little bit, if it's helping you, why not continue to do it? Sculpting. If it's hurting you, get rid of it. If it's not, and it's helping you, keep it, refine it, get better and better so that every single time that you do it, maybe that 0.1% can become 0.2%. Maybe that 0.2% can become 0.4%. And eventually, the 0.4%, which was once 0.1%, becomes 1%. And you know what? With that 1% uh, performance boost, maybe that guy beats you, Sam Bolt. Maybe he beats you, Sam Bolt. Think about that. Just through belief, maybe you can start to achieve these extraordinary results. Okay. This is very sciencey now, okay? So this is where my research comes into um being a little bit of a nerd. Now the RAS, the role of the reticular activating system. The reticular activating system is a complex network of nerve pathways in the brainstem that plays a crucial role in regulating wakefulness, attention, and consciousness. However, one of its most intriguing functions is its role as a selective filter for incoming sensory information. You can kind of see where I'm going with this, yeah? Imagine the RAS as a gatekeeper to your conscious awareness. It sorts through the multitude of sensory inputs bombarding your brain at any given moment and prioritizes those that align with your current focus and beliefs. This filtering process is heavily influenced by your thoughts, emotions, and pre-existing beliefs. Think about it. The RAS is a complex network of nerve pathways. A filtering process process, influenced by your thoughts, emotions, and pre-existing beliefs. The gatekeeper to your conscious awareness. Sorting through the multitude of sensory inputs. How can we use this for good? How can we make... How can we sculpt our RAS into only benefiting us, right? Our RAS can probably hinder us. For most people, would probably hinder. But how can we use our RAS to help us? Okay. Selective attention and interpretation. The RAS filters information to align with your beliefs, values, and intentions. If you hold a certain belief, your RAS will scan the environment for information that supports your belief. Confirmation bias. This is often referred to as selective attention. For instance, if you strongly believe that opportunities are abundant, your RAS will highlight instances of opportunity around you while filtering out negative or irrelevant information. An analogy? You bought a new car. Suddenly you see that car everywhere. Coincidence? Or is it your RAS filter? Furthermore, the RAS also influences how you interpret the information you receive. If you have a positive belief about your abilities, your RAS will guide you to interpret situations in a way that reinforces that belief. This phenomenon can create a self-perpetuating cycle. Positive beliefs lead to selective attention, which in turn influences interpretation, reinforcing the original positive belief. Now, someone who knows or someone who feels the same way that I do will be able to attribute this. Any situation that I have I can turn it into a positive is that because I'm lucky or is that because I have created my own luck or my R and my ras filter is working in a beneficial way am I lucky or have I designed myself to work like this I can tell you. I've worked myself I've designed myself to work like this wasn't conscious originally, I didn't purposely you know, know, okay I've got an RAS filter, this is how I'm going to do it this is what's going to happen, but through the things of which happen in my life the way that I've reacted to them I've completely sculpted my own way of thinking without knowing that the RAS filter is actually a thing Self-fulfilling prophecies. Self-fulfilling prophecies are powerful illustrations of the RAS in action. When you hold a belief about yourself or your future, your RAS actively seeks out experiences and evidence that supports that belief. This confirmation bias shapes your actions, decisions, and behaviors in alignment with your belief. Very, very vulnerable one for me. When I first signed for Sydney FC, I wrote down, I feel like I will get released from this team. Imposter syndrome, thinking I'm not good enough for the level, maybe with a hint of truth, maybe I wasn't good enough for that level. And that self-fulfilling prophecy came true. Now, if I maybe didn't act in that way, and I believe that I would get uh, a contract again for the next season... Would that have happened? I don't know. Maybe I really wasn't at the level. I can't tell you. When I think about it, I don't think that I was actually at that level, realistically. But maybe if I acted like it, and maybe if I really thought it, actually, I think that I did act like it, but maybe if I really thought it, then the the subconscious decisions that I made that later led to the downfall, maybe if they were the complete opposite, maybe I would have stayed there. I can't say I could've, or I would've. Sorry, I can't say I would've, but maybe I could've. And I and I can say for, for a fact, it wouldn't have hurt me to think in a positive way around it, right? I know that the negative didn't help me because it was a self-fulfilling prophecy, but maybe if I thought about it in a positive way, maybe that 1% increase that maybe could've got me over the line. I don't know. So, An example, if you wholeheartedly believe you're capable of achieving a specific goal, your RAS will guide your attention towards resources, opportunities, and actions that facilitate that goal. As a result, your proactive efforts are aligned with your positive belief, significantly increasing the likelihood of achieving success. In essence, the RAS acts as a feedback loop between your habits and your reality. So, Kobe Wright. The... I've talked about it before. The world is your library. When everything you do is in alignment with where you want to go, the world becomes your library. Similar to this, right? The next thing is that aligning with the um, the beliefs, all of this, this feedback loop could be positive. It could be negative. I already showed you how it could be negative, right? So, by understanding its role, you can strategically harness its power to reinforce positive beliefs, set intentional goals, and create a pathway for the realization of those beliefs through your actions and experiences. So, when I talk about positive beliefs, there has to be a high degree of awareness with positive beliefs because if you only think positive, you can't get out of... um, The the, the circumstances you have will never just be positive, right? If you're only thinking positive, then you refuse to or neglect all of the things of which are called actions, right? If you're only thinking positive about burnout, then you're refusing to adapt to it. Now, if you haven't watched my episode on burnout, watch that because then you'll understand what I mean. Because if you refuse to see those signals of I might be feeling burnt out or I might be doing it the wrong way, Eventually, you may feel burnt out if you just think positive about it. But if you think about it in a critical way, you think, "Oh, okay, maybe I got to change something now." Okay, I'm feeling a little bit down about training. I'm feeling like I'm not getting the results that I want. Okay, maybe it's call for action. But a positive thinker wouldn't think that. Okay, so you, you you can't just think positively. So this underscores the profound connection between your mental outlook and the tangible outcomes that you achieve. So, to summarize all of this, healthy delusion is a catalyst. Healthy delusion involves cultivating positive yet realistic beliefs about ourselves and our goals. It acts as a catalyst for taking bold actions and embracing challenges. So, harnessing the RAS system, which is the brain's reticular activating system, filters information based on our beliefs, influencing our attention and interpretation of the world. By fostering positive beliefs, we direct our focus towards opportunities that align with those beliefs. Selective Attention and Interpretation Healthy delusion shapes our selective attention, making us more attuned to evidence that supports our positive beliefs. Get rid of the positive part. Sorry. Beliefs. It also influences our interpretation of situations, reinforcing our initial beliefs. Self-fulfilling prophecies are positive beliefs... Or negative beliefs that can trigger self-fulfilling prophecies. So, when we believe in our abilities and our envisions of success, our actions and decisions align with that belief, increasing the likelihood of achieving those goals. Now, both negative and positive. So, the reflection for you. I want you to take a moment to reflect on some of your own beliefs, both good and bad, right? Are there areas where healthy delusion could empower you? Consider how shifting your belief could influence your focus, actions, and outcomes. Embrace the concept of healthy delusion as a tool for crafting a more intentional and impactful life journey. Remember, your thoughts are the architects of your reality. And by consciously nurturing and empowering beliefs, you can pave the way to success that you envision. You are the sculptor of your own reality, right? We know that. Create your own luck. It's big. Okay, so you need to have this belief. Have this this crazy level of belief. But when I talk about this crazy level of belief, it doesn't mean just believe it. You have to act by it. I have this crazy level of belief, not because I have a high conviction to believing in this thing. It's because I act by it every single day. Every single day, I act by the three things of which I pride myself in, right? This is reinforcing the beliefs that I have. So when I believe that I can become the best footballer in the world, it's not because I just believe in it, not because I believe that, oh, you know what? Because I'm Nicholas Craddockville, I am the best, I will become the best footballer in the world. It's no, it's actually, I am Nicholas Craddockville and I do these things very, very well every single day. And this will help me Achieve the things of which I set out to do. This delusion, this external delusion that people might think that I have is actually reinforced by the, the small daily things that I do which help me believe the things that I think that are achievable. Think about that. Call to action. You have to act because when you don't act and you have this level of delusion, then it is Merely that. It is just delusion. But my healthy level of delusion, which you might perceive as delusion or ignorance or whatever it is, for me, makes a lot of sense. And as I've said to you, I can't point out a specific area or a specific thing where I've had that healthy delusion because quite often, it comes to a reality. Okay? Think about it. Act by it. People who already have experienced it, You know exactly what I'm saying. I'll leave you with that.